Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm doing all right. So we had a rough week last week. Sadly, yes. We uh, we lost my father. Indeed. So that's uh, that's why we didn't have an episode. I just figured I'd just throw it out there. But uh, here we are. We're <laughs> we're going to talk about what we were going to talk about uh, last week. And this is this is something you know um, a little bit about. Yeah. But you don't kind of know. Yeah. So in um, in ninety nine, there was a a movie released that was caused a little bit of hysteria. Yes. Uh, a lot of people thought it was real, mm-hmm. and the reason for that is what we're going to talk about. Uh, that movie is called The Blair Witch Project. A movie that I don't hate. This is pretty good. It it it's cool. Like, um, they they uh, it it was around two hundred to five hundred thousand dollars to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the equipment, paying the actors, uh, post production stuff. Now that was just that. Yeah. Uh, the movie made two hundred and forty eight million dollars. The movie blew up. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yes. Like I, I know the. Uh, Sort of how it was filmed and sort of that it was that they basically started giving them less like food and a basket and a GPS location uh, to go to and just what to improvise and talk about, mm-hmm. um, which was fascinating and an interesting way of uh, of making it. Um, it's it's a pretty, pretty good movie for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um what was cool about it was the fact that they were able to kind of change things on the fly yeah. because um, uh, the characters of Heather and Josh were supposed to be friends. And then Mike was the one they didn't know. And it was kind of like Mike was supposed to be the, the uh, casualty that we knew of like just disappeared like Josh does in it. But it turns out that um, Heather and Josh weren't getting along too well. So um, they switched them, which I think, actually is more interesting because you know these are two strangers and they're stuck together lost in the woods you know and of course we all know that uh that uh michael kicked that fucking map into the (laughs) into the river he kicked that map into the fucking creek the creek yeah so um you fucking punted that shit so yeah we, we know about that um but the thing that they really put um, the uh, studio really put money into was the uh, the marketing for it, mm-hmm. and boy, did they do some marketing for this movie! Yes, uh, we're talking websites. Uh, there was, I believe, it was um, on the Sci Fi Channel. Was this, which probably had a bigger budget than the uh, actual movie. Uh, it was just this like um, mockumentary of how like, you know, what they were going into the woods for and then like added to the lore and added characters and all this stuff to like, you didn't need any of it when you saw 
the movie, but when you saw that stuff, you know, I mean, there was comic books, uh, there were some video games. I did know about the video games. Uh, they released uh, a soundtrack. There was a soundtrack. What's funny about the soundtrack, though, is that they never play any of the songs in the movie. Well, no, there are so- there's a couple songs, but the idea of the soundtrack is that it was the cassette that Josh had in his tape deck. And what's funny about it is um, a couple of the songs on the soundtrack were released after they disappeared. Hmm. So, <laughs> so that should have been like a, a, a hint there. But like if you would have watched the movie and then at the end of the movie, it says that, you know, uh, it, it's a fictitious story. And none of these mm-hmm. people were, you know, but it's, people were so it's. to me it's like people kind of naturally want to believe something and when it becomes a bit of a a cultural thing like like i can't i can't stress to you what it was like like this movie for a little bit and the sequel to it the book of shadows which i would love to see the director's cut of because he had it in a completely different way. He, he wanted to make a mystery out of it. Yeah. But, um, you know, how the studio, the studio got involved and they monkeyed around with things. But, um, that movie was kind of an answer to the hysteria that was around it. This, it was a year later and all that, like the movie was coming out. Um, but, uh, yeah, the thing I remember is leading up to the movie and in the movie had already been out for a little bit and it's, it's already like, um, not, not very long, maybe a week or two. And, uh, your mother and I want to go see it. Mm-hmm. She was upset. She didn't want to go see it. She didn't want to go see a movie about people that died and all this stuff. And I'm like, well, I don't know if you actually see anybody die in it and all that. We were just kind of like into it. And, uh, like it, it got us. Yeah. You know, you know, she believed it was real. Um, I, you know, I was like, I don't know if it's real or not. And then she like, right, like literally right before we went the uh, place she worked, like somebody was like, no, we found out it's not real. <laughs> but the thing is, is like, like you didn't really know because um, like the internet then isn't what the internet is now. So it's yeah. kind of like now, you can you can go to a bunch of different sources and find something, find out something's true. You know, somebody is this, somebody's that. Um, but this was just just a prime like this is ground zero of viral marketing. Yeah, because I'm looking like, at a lot of this stuff. Uh, it's pretty crazy because uh, looking at it, it definitely um, sort of uh, reminds me of some of the sort of uh, ARG things mm-hmm. that a lot of people are doing now with mm-hmm. like, uh, play a game, like there's a story to it, but like there's deeper details to that story and there are hidden codes within that. Mm-hmm. And like, I forget what the game was exactly, but like there's a specific, uh, sort of things that you have to do to it. And it actually can like delete from the game from your files, mm-hmm. uh, in your computer and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. They, they have this really, it's really, really crazy cool and really cool. Um, but, uh, well, I, I this wasn't the first movie to kind of really do this kind of stuff. Like there's, there's been other movies where uh, they tried to sensationalize things like, well, this is fully real. This really happened and it didn't happen or based on a true story, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. 
didn't happen, but it's based on true events. And they're like, oh, well, you know, Ed Gein, which had nothing to do with a chainsaw. Nothing <laughs> about so, Ed Gein killed like three people or something like that. I like the, I don't know if it was no, like three, but. No, he only killed like a very small number of people, though. It was literally like maybe mm-hmm. four or five at most. Yeah. It just was he was constantly like just defiling all these corpses in just mm-hmm. a sickening way. That was the inspiration. Well, it was the, the biggest inspiration for anything to come out from from him was Psycho, like the, the book and yeah. then the, the movies. But um, but the marketing on this was so well done. Um, the Curse of the Blair Witch was the uh, the mockumentary that was on uh, sci-fi channel and I, it's pretty cool. Um, it's set up just like, like a 60 minutes or something like that. Like little, cause there was so many things that were doing that at the time that um, you, you kind of almost believed it. Like, even though it was on the sci-fi channel, yeah, you know, it wasn't something that was on uh, NBC, CBS or ABC, but it was on sci-fi channel. So you know, I didn't really see that until afterwards because when the, the DVD came out and the VHS, like, um, that was, it was on there. Uh, um, they had extra footage. There was websites. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I believe they did create a bunch of different websites to kind of um, uh, create some mystery, some more, some more mystery to it and yeah. add to it. But uh, one thing that they did do was they, the actors, they had them basically hide from the world. Yeah. So. Which is one of the crazy things, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, it, it's crazy. It, like so many of the things that we have now for, for movies, like they, they, they wish they could do this. Like they wish they could figure out the formula for this. Like they try, like, like the closest you may have is like the Marvel stuff. Um, but that's kind of like a snake eating its own tail, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, all yeah. So it's, it's, it's just great that it's such a grassroots, like the, the basic concept of it. You know, a couple guys made this, you know, shoestring budget, um, unknown actors who, you know, had done it like a, a couple of them went on to do um, some other movies and that, but nef- nothing ever to the caliber of this. Yeah. Um, but it, it kind of created the craze of something that I don't like, and that's found footage movies. Found footage didn't like it to its worst until after the first three paranormal activity movies because mm-hmm. the first three paranormal activity movies because i watched them recently are pretty pretty good mm. you know they're they're not like greatest movie ever a scary thing but they're not bad for what they wanted to do there's so many people i know they're like like the paranormal activity movies are so scary oh, i've scary. watched them i'm like i don't think they're, they're, they're scary they're, they're okay there's like nothing scary in it i think for something like that, like, all right. So what I think worked with the Blair Witch Project was there was an unknown to it. So, you know, the beginning of the movie, um, you're kind of moving along and you're being introduced to the lore 
uh, if you watched any of the stuff or like, cause I, I saw stuff on the website and all that. Yeah. Uh, there were like clips that weren't in the movie and some clips that were in the movie you could like watch on the website, like a small little, little video, like, like the way they orchestrated this, um, it, it was probably like, okay, we'll, we'll kind of do this and it'll help kind of get the, the word out on the movie. You know, because it, the movie itself is good, but the fact of how it's made, you know, because at that time, like, you know, shaky cam wasn't a thing yet. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't, wasn't just yet. It wasn't until uh, the born identity did shaky cam become a thing. And then it became too much. Can of we thing. knock off the shaky cam? Like, you know, it's like born identity. It was like, Oh, action piece. Yeah. Well, it's like, but then the next born, the next born movie was like, hmm. you know, I, I'm going to get motion sickness from how much this camera's <laughs> shaking. So um, is the earth like vibrating where you're at? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm looking here on Wikipedia and apparently there were some, uh, some, uh, novels, uh, published, mm -hmm. uh, seeing here. Um, in addition, they had some stuff that, uh, went in, uh, in tandem with like the video games and stuff. And uh, the video games that they had were fine, but they, they were couldn't quite get the, couldn't quite get a uh, good video game made out of this. There still is still better than there, the Hellboy video game they made, yeah, not science of evil, but the other one, but the, there is a, a video game in there somewhere. It's just like the right studio and you know, Recent uh, one was all right. Yeah. I think they tried to do Outlast again, mm -hmm. but in the woods. And eh, it's it's hard to do something like that because, you know, I, I grew up with a lot of those um, sort of budding horror games of like the uh, cheap stream of horror games that were mm -hmm. uh, big on the internet and stuff. Um, Five Nights at Freddy's, Amnesia. And I think the closest that like gets to sort of the Blair Witch Project is uh, Slender uh, in the eight pages. Mm -hmm. uh, just because it has like that grainy, quiet feel and just like, oh, what is this? Because it's a very short game, but it's the intense feeling of it and just how well talked about it was and sort of like the quote unquote mythology built around Slender Man that it got big, um, but then fell harshly after those two girls tried to kill their friend, mm -hmm. which was crazy. Somebody always has to ruin it for everyone else. Yeah. Like the Noid. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just talk about how crazy that is? The idea of the Noid? No, the guy who uh, like held up like that place because uh, he was basically like, you stop calling it the Noid because I know you're making fun of me. And it's like, who the fuck are you? Because like that was his name or something like that. Mm. It, it was something like that, like some ridiculous situation. But anyway, so Domino's, they got rid of the Noid. Was it Pizza Hut? <laughs> Domino's. Domino's, okay, I was right. Was it, wait, yeah, yeah it was Domino's. Yeah. Was it Domino's? I think it was Domino's. It doesn't matter. Whatever. We're talking about the Blair Rich Project and the, the, uh, Project. the marketing for it. Um, really are just... I've seen uh, some of the marketing, and it's hard with some movies 
I think, because they definitely tried to go for like that whole like, oh, the Blair Witch was so shocking to people in theaters. Let's hop on that trend. So like they have like the hidden night vision camera and have like the, oh, people are leaving theaters like mm-hmm. in fear and stuff. It's like, sure, maybe. Well, like the movie has, it has a great ending. You know, because it yes. the movie, it's just over, you know. that's what's that's what's so cool about it and then you get some kind of ambient sounds in the background but you know the movie's over that's it it's done boom you know and uh and it pays off because you hear things earlier in the movie about just certain little things um but i don't know there's There's just something about the uh, the way they they had put this all together. It's definitely something that really worked well for its time too. Mm-hmm. I think like it's it's something that you can't replicate, and they haven't been able to replicate. No, they, they and I think it's it's that fact of like all right. For example, um, the Blair Witch was up against Star Wars. The, uh, for the year mm-hmm. and uh it, it gave a, a run for its money yeah. you know um but you know of course star wars was gonna gonna kind of come out on top but you know still like it had more buzz than star wars like star wars was like oh yeah star wars like the people that were going to see star wars were going to see it yeah but the fact that you know they could crank out uh the money they did for for blair witch was pretty amazing yeah. Um, so the the Blair thumb, I forgot about the. Blair oh my thumb. god, the Blair thumb! I yeah. I remember all those fucking movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how he made like a Godfather parody and a Star mm-hmm. Wars parody and a Titanic mm-hmm. therapy uh, p- parody <laughs> therapy. Um, <laughs> Titanic uh, therapy made a Batman parody, made a Frankenstein parody. Because, like in the uh, Blair Witch parody that he made, uh, like the big thing was, "Oh, it's Franken Thumb. So it's not a witch at all. It's Franken Thumb." <laughs> They're just—they were just so odd. Have Have you seen the the two sequels? Well, one's technically a sequel; the other one's just a um. I saw the uh, Good Bad Flicks uh, video on Book Shadows, mm-hmm. uh, and I did watch Blair Witch. Okay. Blair Witch is actually a sequel. Yeah. Like a real sequel. Um, but do you know how they, they did that? So Not too well. <laughs> Well, no, I, I actually, I actually yeah. like that. It wasn't, it, it wasn't was great. Oh yeah. I thought it was all right. But, uh, I, I did like what they were, they were doing. They didn't, well, it, it's kind of a thing though of the, I feel like the thing that makes, uh, the Blair Witch Project pretty good is the fact that there's the additional thing of, well, was that actually a witch? Or was it just three students who just got lost in the woods and mm-hmm. died accidentally? 
or did they kill Heather? Like, it's all these things of like, well, what is it? And like the phenomenon that followed, but it's the thing about Blair Witch is that it's sort of a thing of like, well, I I guess that it is real then. It sort of takes away like the mystery I feel of it. But as far as found footage movies go, it feels like a found footage movie at least sometimes. Mm. Unlike The Visit, which doesn't. And okay. isn't good. And I'm tired of people being like, oh yeah, The Visit was good. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Stop popping up on my fucking pages going, oh, visit. So scary. It wasn't scary. The scariest thing in that damn movie was that kid rapping horribly. <laughs> that fucking kid. Well, what they had done um, is uh, they, they had this advertisement at San Diego Comic-Con for a movie called The Woods. And after people, like, you know, they had people come and watch it. And when people watch the movie, they didn't know they were seeing a sequel to the Blair Witch Project. Mm. And then what's funny is after, um, after they, you know, people saw it, they flipped all the, the posters and all that around. They changed the posters yeah. that said the Blair Witch. So, yeah. um, but I, I, and overall, like, and I think what they did was cool. I just don't think they had done it the best they could have. I agree. They were on to something though. I did like the fact that like um they had the drone. They're like the drone's gonna help them help them find their way out. And yeah. it's like it didn't help at all. It gets <laughs> fucked immediately. It goes well, no, up because boom. even when it was up high and they could see it, it just seemed like it was just endless forest. Yeah. Like they were stuck in an endless forest. Like it just went on further than it should have so that i i think it fell sort of into that trap too of like including cgi into Mm -hmm. like the found footage because i've seen like some really shitty cheap budget found footage but Mm -hmm. i've also seen like found footage that does like a cheap budget well enough to where they did it enough that you know oh we didn't see a monster that's okay Mm -hmm. like i feel like the legend around the Blair Witch works well enough that you don't really need to see the witch to like have something. But then I feel like whenever they have like in Blair Witch, like just like the CGI like monster thing, like crazy looking as it was, it kind of takes you out of it a little bit, I think. And I know it's all fiction, but Mm -hmm. you know, well, it's I, um, years ago the uh, McFarland Toys had uh, like oh yeah they had uh, different different things yeah for um like uh, different monsters different yeah different monsters and all that and then like from horror movies and stuff like they had you know uh, Pumpkinhead and uh, Eric Draven from The Crow and then they had this Blair Witch and I'm just like looking at it and I'm like. <sighs> No. No, yeah. I, I think that I think what what made the Blair Witch what what it was is is the unknown. Yeah. And in the 
the movie Blair Witch, you know, they made the sin of showing something. Exactly. That's exactly and it. I'd say if the thing they should have done was like, if they were going to show something, show something you can't quite make out. Like you see something moving, but you don't know what it is. Yeah. Like if somebody would enhance it or something, you know, enhance, 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 <laughs> enhance, enhance. Um, I'm the best Blade Runner ever. Enhance. OMG, um, a clue. But, uh, um, I think it would have, I think it would have played a little better. I think but so. But seeing this, like, you know, eight foot, you know, nine foot thing, gangly, like, stretchy yeah. thing. It feels yeah, like they looks tried. like something melted. It it just became like, oh. It felt like they tried to do the effects that Trevor Henderson pictures do, but the issue is, is that Trevor Henderson pictures work really well whenever it's not moving and it's just this strange still image that you're staring at. Because mm-hmm. you've seen his art, right? Yeah, yeah. It it's scary because it's just like this single image, mm-hmm. and like you just are there. And it really does kind of just like to see like this weird gangly thing running around. It's like, yeah, is that the witch? I don't know. It's freaky looking, but it kind of goes against what made like that ending for the original movie like Mm -hmm. crazy. It's like, you know, you think, oh, we're going to see the witch now. We're going to see a glimpse. Nothing. Yeah, it it's, camera falls, movie ends. Things, yeah, and and I, I, to me that that's that's the heart of it, mm-hmm. because this was a time when when it came out, like people were getting used to having, like, um, here, here's a great example. I'm in a class, a film class, and we watch, um, Chinatown. Yeah, Chinatown has like. It has an ending where it's like, you know, you think that, uh, like, okay, something's going to change here. You know, you know, you know, sorry for a movie that's like almost 50 years old, but, uh, you expect the villain to get his comeuppance, but he doesn't, you know, that's kind of the, the, the point. And, and then when, uh, one character says, forget it, it's Chinatown, which is basically saying like, you know, you kind of talked about when they were. Uh, dealt with things in Chinatown was you know you could try and try and try to make something better happen but something's going to stop you you know so you know movies to me they should have the ending they have not you know like too many people want why we get to have a wrap up you don't have to have a wrap up when the story's done the story's done I think that's something that I like in some movies like Blade Runner 2049 or the final cut for Blade Runner mm-hmm. of I like because I don't like the I forget which cut it is exactly but the one where Blade Runner ends with Rachel and uh, uh, Deckard in the car driving that's, that's through the, the woods I, I don't like that where they're driving through the footage from The Shining yeah so, <laughs> um, so I, I prefer the they get in the elevator movies over I like just yeah. the sort of peaceful death of K in twenty forty nine. Just he mm-hmm. lays there, screen fades and it's yeah. done. Like because well, you're following that character, and when mm-hmm. the, you know when it's over, it's over. Yeah. Um. So 
to me, like Blair Witch was kind of the one of the last few movies where till recent years there have been some some you know pretty cool movies that have come out that is like, all right, that's the end of the movie. And um like too many people like things spoon fed to them. And that's what made like everything going on with with this is because you know, people were getting what they wanted. They were getting spoon fed. They're getting this, they're getting that, they're getting this, they're getting that. And they're like, oh my God, I can't believe this happened. I can't believe this happened. This is real. This is absolutely real. Why would they pretend that it's not, that it's real and it's not? This is real. And then it's like, yeah, it's not real. What do you mean it's not real? No, it's real. It's real. It's absolutely real. It's it's, it's absolutely real. And then you get people that are superstitious about things. And what do you get? You get, people watching the movie and being like, that's so scary. You know, you get people watching paranormal activity. That's so scary. You know? Yeah. And like none of these movies get, can do what, what they did with Blair Witch Project. It just like, it's not one of my favorite movies of all time. No. Like it's, it's, it, it doesn't really make any like must see lists of mine, but it's everything everything it. around it yeah worked yeah and like it was just a perfect storm came out around a good time mm-hmm. just it, ha- it was around that time where again like the just the internet was budding and stuff there wasn't like all that constant information flow you know mm-hmm. you could do something like this and like people could you know have enough buzz and be like is this real mm-hmm. so yeah well, well when star wars came out like people were talking about how fast it was. You watch it now. It's like, what are you talking about? But if you put it up against some other movies from that time period, you'd be like, okay, okay, I can see it. Because like Star Wars we, we've watched like, a bunch of movies yeah. where it's like, yeah, they could have cut like 10 minutes out of that movie. <laughs> like like there was like a scene of somebody walking up a, a sidewalk and then they went into a building. It's like, you could have just had it three walk into the building. Yeah. He didn't have to have that long walk where he doesn't interact with anybody or anything, just walks in the building. Um, or you could have, you know, did a cut of him like walking and then uh do uh like a close up of him looking up at the building and again and boom, he's in the building, you know, just stuff like that. You know, something to get the movie moving along. And uh like that that was a huge thing, Star Wars, and then um this just showed like how important marketing can be for a movie. Yeah. But the thing is, is like, like whoever, whoever dove into all this and created all this and, you know, it, it could very well have been like everybody just stumbled into this, you know, yeah. like, okay, we'll do this little thing. We'll, we'll kind of we'll get the little movie. We'll promote it. We'll do this. We'll do this mockumentary and we'll, we'll film it. Like, you know, like it's old and, and we'll, we'll do it like it's uh like a 60 minutes special edition and, and, and stuff like that. And we'll, we'll just do that. And then just be kind, kind of became more, mm-hmm. you know, and then, you know, we'll do the websites. This internet thing seems to be really catching on. And then they get to it's like, still, it's when high speed internet really started to kind yeah. of start cooking. And then it sort of had that boom. Cause you know, mm-hmm. like the year afterwards, like you get like all these books, all these games mm-hmm. and stuff like 
it, well, that's it, just a, that's the, just like an after. Yeah, after it was that. like the after wave, though. Of like mm-hmm. the, it became so big, that they were able to get like comics books. Like they had like a series of like young adult novels mm-hmm. that like went along with it. Yeah, just they they were and, able to get all this stuff because of that successful marketing campaign mm-hmm. for this movie. And speaking of uh, little things to do with the movie, the soundtrack is actually pretty good. Yeah. Well, the, the, the I, I haven't listened to it. But Josh's Blair Witch mix. Josh's so. Blair Witch mix. Well, if someone made a playlist of it on Spotify, I wouldn't be surprised if you can't just find the whole album. Oh, probably. Uh, you never know. You, um, you never know Spotify. Yeah, Spotify's spotty. It really is. <laughs> um. Yeah, there he is. What we got on here? Who we got? Typo negative, and that's all I. Oh, mm-hmm. meet B manifesto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Public image limited. Yeah. If the uh, if I'm not mistaking, the typo negative songs. One of the songs. Um. That shouldn't have been there. Hmm. Um. But yeah, uh, it, yeah, I like they don't. I don't. I don't like the marketing for things. Like marketing anymore for movies is lazy. It's like let's throw a banner on this website. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's throw our characters on a band aid's box. You know, let's uh, let's 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 throw uh, something on a cereal box and. You know, I mean the the internet is still is still the wild west, <laughs> you know, uh, for many many things and like creating trends is a uh, is a hard thing to do. It's a very hard thing. <laughs> it's hard too to like pick up on like what's being done. Because, like, I feel like the best way to go about making something now and to get, like, the buzzword out isn't to do, like, those, like, night vision, like, Mm -hmm. people are terrified of this movie. Like, I think that's kind of dumb. Mm -hmm. I think it was always dumb. Mm -hmm. I think that now what you have to do is you have to do, like, sort of, like, they did like a great thing for the Batman. Actually, they did like a little Riddler like puzzle thing that you had to do. Oh, for uh, the Dark Knight. No, the Batman. Did they? Yeah. Okay, because I know the uh, well. Well, the Dark Knight um, had some really cool stuff for it, like they they had for uh, the Joker and that. And yeah. It, it was it was it was it was pretty cool, and you got something out of it. Yeah. So it. But um, I feel like that like now like you have to like make like a whole like um, like a AR game or like uh, AR, whatever the word is like to like get it just like make like mm-hmm. a short game like relating to it like make something like paratopic or something like that mm-hmm. so that you can like get people interested in it. Also, I was gonna say this earlier, but um, we dragged on something else. I feel like something that needs to be more common is games that make you feel 
like connected okay. to characters and stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm, that's for anything. If you if you don't have a, a connection to the characters, really, what's the point? For sure. Because, I mean, like I watched the video on uh, uh, Pathologic and just it's highly interesting. You should check out Pathologic. Okay. It's wild. Is it wild? Yes. Is it wild, sir? Yes. Sir, would you say it's wild? It is. But um, it's crazy with how many people are just like making these like short games, though, mm-hmm. that like, you know, feel like they should be marketing for something else. But they're just these short little games that people are making. Yeah. Uh, surrounding this. But, you know, the issue with that, though, is that other people start trying to make it. And, you know, then you get like these weird games that like lead to like strange phenomenon of like because like creepypasta was like a thing that like came out of like people making like stories that sounded like strangely realistic but then you had everyone start to write their own like uh, creepypasta story where it was i found a cursed game boy sb blue edition with super mario on it and now i'm getting haunted by the ghost of a little boy well it it kind of comes from stuff like that it's people are inherently lazy. So once somebody else makes something, then it's like, well, I'm going to hop on the back of that and I'm going to try to ride it to uh, the end of the line. And then I'll hop on the back of something else. So uh, that's basically uh, all the people do. A great example is when, um, when a band comes out and then, you know, it takes a little bit, but then you start noticing other bands are like, yeah, well, this is kind of what we've been wanting to do. And it's like, no, you're jumping on trend. Or um, recently there was like this, um, this like riot girl band that uh, came out that was totally fabricated and mm-hmm. corporate. And because like the big thing with, of it all was that like they were like, oh, yeah, we were girls that grew up with Tumblr and stuff. And, you know, we have a lot of that in our music. And mm-hmm. they were the most like non like that people. You have a problem with girls uh, expressing themselves? No. What's uh, wrong with you? The fact that they What's were like hopping on trends, though, that were big yeah. as like corporate plant yeah. stuff. Well, I mean, we could go on and on and on. There's so many yeah. like Beatles clones that came out. The monkeys, um, let's be honest. The monkeys are not a Beatles clone. They're different. They, they, there's a multimedia little band there, you know? Love the, the monkeys, um, though. Yeah. The monkeys are great. But, like years later, uh, they tried to do the new monkeys. Ever show anything from the new monkeys? No. Yeah, they had a TV show That's and all weird. stuff. The show itself was weird. <laughs> like it was really weird. They like they lived in this house and like um had different rooms that went into like different things and like it just it, it was kind of like chaos for chaos sake. Oh, it's like whenever um they tried to do all those different things with Scooby-Doo because of the fact that they didn't know what to do with uh, Fred, Daphne, and Velma. So they just brought in Scrappy-Doo. And then they had a bunch of clones to Shaggy and Scooby's adventures, basically. Nope, nope, not like that. <laughs> um, I know, I just kind of wanted to hop on the fact that Hanna-Barbera just kind of reused their own trend. Yeah, well, because it's, it's a formula. They're like, this works. This works. Kids watch it. Who's going to remember but this shit? We're, we're kind of getting away from, uh, we are, from, we're getting from away. some of this stuff. 
So what are some found footage movies that came out after Blair Witch? There's so many. Uh, it took a little bit. It wasn't True. it wasn't right away. Uh, but it, uh, uh, there's Cloverfield there came was Cloverfield. out, which uh, they were pretty smart with the marketing for that. They, they basically didn't tell you anything. And they uh, it's kind of like the marketing for Godzilla 98, except for the marketing, no. except the marketing for Godzilla 98 was they didn't want to show you the full Godzilla for the longest well, that, time. That that was a lot of a lot of stuff like that. That was but, a lot of stuff. But um, yeah, I get what you mean. No, Cloverfield wasn't right after it, but there wasn't um, really anything like directly after it. It took a couple of years. But Cloverfield, Paranormal Activity. Uh, the Last Exorcism by my favorite my favorite of all the found footage movies that came out well uh, Chronicle was pretty good um, but uh, Troll Hunter great movie Troll Hunter great movie I love that movie so much mm-hmm. It's such an entertaining uh, movie. It's Norwegian, I think it is. Yeah. It's great, though. Yeah. But yeah, give credit where credit's due. Paranormal Activity did kind of, they did their own little thing and uh, did have a, I don't know, uh, (laughs) they had their time in the sun, but um, Um, we can't forget cannibal holocaust in the last broadcast uh we oh wreck not not like um that one that that one's pretty good i i'm I'm so so with that one uh i know a lot of people like uh the vhs movies yeah but uh the recent one was pretty good but well um there's some paranormal activity in cloverfield kind of fit in with blair rich project for what we're talking about or what I'm talking about with the the marketing for it. Okay. Um, like you know, Paranormal Activity shot on a shoestring budget. Cloverfield not shot on a shoestring budget, but uh, still, um, still, you know, did that the marketing thing. But you know, none of them, none of them can, you know, compare to what Blair Witch Project did, except for Cannibal Holocaust which was banned in many countries because, you know, (laughs) thought it was real. They Uh, had to bring the actors in because of a trial with the director Mm -hmm. to make sure he didn't actually kill anyone. He didn't actually murder anyone. Yeah. They did kill a turtle though. Yes. Which is sad. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, there was also, um, I saw it recently on shutter where it was like, uh, (laughs) it it was like a found footage movie about aliens. Mm -hmm. Um, trying to see if I can find it here. Uh, the McPherson tape where basically that came out and like I saw some stuff for it and it was like, Oh, it's so scary. And I watched it. It's shit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest from what I watched, it was shit. It was not good. I feel like something that does some found footage pretty well that came out around uh blur, which wasn't an American movie. It was a uh, Neroy the curse. Mm-hmm. Um, Japanese movie, uh, found footage movie that's sort of set up in the same way of like this, uh, a cult investigator sort of, uh, investigating this. Oh, uh, okay. Ghost and stuff. okay. Um, they bring, even bring in like, um, 
like this one actual like fairly well-known actress uh to do uh some part in it as mm-hmm. if she actually was experiencing some of this so like it, it sort of plays into like the whole like big like uh esp and, uh, psychic phenomenon and ghosts and stuff that was big in like the 90s for a lot of uh countries i feel like america and japan mm-hmm. and it has that same feel of it of like set up as being very realistic like they show things at length and it cuts things together in a sort of uh context a diary it's pretty good it's slow paced but it is building the story and mythology surrounding it it's not bad yeah yeah so um i feel like the thing with like a lot of recent found footage movies is that they don't want to do what the blair witch did mm. where they don't want to like present it as something where it's like might be real and I know it's a thing of like, well, people can debunk that really easily, but yeah. it's a thing though of like immersion mm-hmm. in it. Cause like you watch the Blair Witch and you know it's fake, but it feels fairly authentic, especially in like the interviews of the people in Burkittsville. I think mm-hmm. that was the town. Well, a lot of those were like yeah. um improv interviews yeah and a lot of the movie is improv it's Mm -hmm. just it has like that textured feel of like Mm -hmm. it feels like an actual documentary made by actual students yeah about this it's it does it's it doesn't have polish to it yeah exactly it doesn't have the polish it feels like a rough yeah and they use the roughness of the footage to their advantage yeah um but like the, the thing i really like about the movie and even even watching it like i watched it a bunch of times that like for the most part, nothing happens, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, you're like, you're, it's one of those things where it's like, I really hope they get out of the woods at this time. It's like, they're not getting out of the woods. <laughs> they are They're The second they leave that car, they're screwed. Yeah. You know? And they leave their fuck. Um, My favorite thing is uh, some film tricks I learned from this movie. Mm-hmm. Like that you can get real human teeth from dentist's office. <laughs> Let me let me ask you a couple things here. Right. So, like, I, I want you to kind of forget about a lot of what you know. Okay. And how much do you think you would have bought into this? You can be cynical, but there's times where you you really latch on to something. But I really want at the age you are right now. I think that I am a superstitious person who does have belief in things. Mm-hmm. I'm more so a person, though, that if I see... Let, let me interrupt you here, right? I, I, I want you to kind of put yourself, you know, like try to shave off a lot of what access you have to things right now. Right. The, the quick access. Because, yeah. you know, there were cell phones, but not like there are now. Like, you know, you couldn't just, you know, look up some information on your phone. Just, just think about being away from that. You know, um, and like getting on the internet was still, for the most part, for a lot of people, was still dial up. So it was <laughs> super slow. A lot of AOL. Um, AOL. So it, it, like the, it's almost like you have word of mouth and books is kind of where you're going with this. So, like, do you think that you would have gotten sucked in? 
answer honestly. I don't think I would have gotten into the zeitgeist in a way of like the no, people. No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But remember, this is. Yes. This is very, very different. So I, I just want it, you to, I just want you to kind of take a moment, put, put yourself in that mindset where it's not so easy to get information. I know. And I'm not saying that, but I feel like I, because generally how I am with trends now and with it is with stuff like I'm generally like a person who puts into the perspective of okay big buzz surrounding this but I feel like as soon as like I heard like it was coming out in theaters I'd be like I don't think it's real because mm. I feel like the moment that they would have something where it's like these three people went missing and here are the tapes that we found. I feel like that's the moment where I'd be like, that's kind of fucked up to do. Like, Mm -hmm. I'd be like, that's not real because you know, what parents are going to be like, yeah, let's have the videos of our children's last moments uh, projected across the country. Well, here's my thought. Um, Because you lived it. Yeah. I, I lived it, but Here's my thing. I th- I think that you would have believed it, and I'll tell you why. Because right now, like every like two months, there's a new trend. There's a new thing that people are talking about. Yeah, you know, whether it be like Tide Pods or or uh, the Ice Bucket Challenge, stuff like that. Like they're, they're, that stuff, just like boom, boom, boom. This was something that um, I can't think of what the thing would have been before it caught on the people again zeitgeist you know but yeah but that's what i mean it's like um i'm not saying i wouldn't have like been like a part of the zeitgeist like what i found it interesting and be like huh let's look into this mm -hmm. yeah i don't think i would have believed the authenticity of it though well for me like um we're we're fair you and i are similar with a lot of things we're different yet we're pretty similar with a lot of things Mm -hmm. that's why i think that you would have but probably to the same extent I did because it was exciting. And whether I believe did believe it or not was kind of like, I'm not sure. I don't quite remember that I actually believed it, but I kind of wanted it in a way to be real, you know, even though it's like these three, like, you know, these three people were gone, you know, and um, it is as morbid as it is. And that's, that's kind of how people are. I mean, even with recently with uh, the Jeffrey Dahmer show, how people got with that, you know, um, how ridiculous people had got with it. Sweet shit. But that's, that's what I mean. Like there's a, like, think about that small group that kind of latched onto that because, you know, somebody else is already ending off the ride on whatever else. Here's a great example. Like, um, when Netflix puts out something that blows people's minds, you know, yeah, I and know. just think about that, but it going on for much longer than than it did for for like almost a year of this thing. You know, no, even know. even when Blair Witch came out on, on video, people like were still week. yeah. It's like even. things are so snack size now. They're very like short half lives mm-hmm. and stuff. Like they'll be around, but like they go dead like so fast. Yeah, it's like a thing where the only like piece of media that's like able to hop on these trends and not do it horribly is South Park because mm-hmm. 
they're able to get stuff out within that week. Mm. Everything else within like, that trend, yeah. Within that trend, like everything else, like they'll do it like months later, and like mm. they'll have like you know like dabbing or like the floss or some shit like that. Yeah. Like I think it was like Shazam that had that, and everybody like groaned on it. Yeah, and it's a thing of that because it's well, like I, it, I th- that was big whenever they were making it. I think that that's the re like all right. So them doing that in Shazam, I thought was funny because it just showed like. Billy's out of touch because he's he's doing this, and it's like yeah, nobody's doing that. What what are you doing? You know, I'll give that to you. Yeah, I, I think that was kind of the idea of it because even when the movie was filmed, that was kind of like past its 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 yeah, thing. That's true. That's um, true. but like, well, here's, here's Saturday Night Live. Like mm-hmm. the, the 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 thing that they did recently, and I'm not like one of those people. It's like oh, all new Saturday Night Live's off or something like that. Like I, I enjoy some of the stuff they make. Do you remember that Elmo rock trend? Hmm. Like the thing where they they kept using that sound of Elmo hating that rock. No, no, I I, I believe I missed this one. All right, basically on TikTok, people were continuously like using the sound of like, how can Rocco do that? Rocco's not alive. Rocco's just a rock. Hmm. So like they use that in like their weekly update. Mm-hmm. At like after the trend had died and people were like, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. No one's finding this entertaining. Mm-hmm. We've moved on now. It's crazy. Like how fast trends die. So like to hear like that the Blair Witch lasted as long as it did. Is, yeah. Well, it's it, crazy. It, like you said, the home video release yeah. even still. It yeah, was like even big. when the, like when uh book of shadows came out, it, people were like, Oh, 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 oh okay. 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 Cool, cool, cool. We get another like uh, movie coming out, and it's like, oh, it's it, it's not a found footage movie. What what's going on? Like, are these the people that found the footage? And you know, people were just kind of in the dark about it. Like, the trailer didn't say any of that, but I had somebody like suggest that this movie's about you. <laughs> it, it was um, kind of because it was kind of around the zeitgeist. Yeah, but here's a great recent example of studios not getting it. So the whole it's Morbin time with Morbius and all that and them going, oh, Morbius is trending. That must mean people want to watch it. And then they put it in the theater just to have the movie fail again. <laughs> you know, God, um, I fucking hated that so much. I lost I lost track of something else I was going to talk about that um, uh, studios were I can't I, like I completely this is completely vaporized from my brain. Because they keep doing it. No, um, no, uh, the studio had like a whole like marketing thing that they were going to do and it, it completely failed. They completely botched it and it kind of killed, killed the movie, you know? And. Oh my God, I need to know what this is now and see if I remember which I, one. It, it was fairly recent. I, I'm just completely drawing a blank on it. And I, I, I'm mad because it was kind of like something I've been thinking about all day to talk about with this. So retrace your thoughts steps. Oh, it's <laughs> retrace your thoughts. Steps. Come my on. brain's been bouncing off of things left and right. Come on. You can do it. Yeah. So, no, come but, on. um, but even, even, uh, even like Marvel, it's, they're not, it's it's kind of like they're living in their own bubble. And I think that that has a tendency of creating um, 
creating a vacuum instead of a trend like you know they would try to do so um like with with what they did with the Blair Witch and the marketing for it um they created something that people didn't know they needed and and I'm I, I'm 100% positive it took the studio by surprise they figured that you know probably like I said crappy yeah, produced just a, horror movie just you know let's just do this this is a movie it got it got like you know some nice attention to it so we're gonna we're gonna do this and then you know we're i think we, we're gonna do all right we're gonna we're gonna make some money here i don't think they thought they were gonna make over 200 million on the movie <laughs> but um it, it to me it just shows that no matter what anybody thinks and this is why I don't like focus groups with movies because focus groups, focus groups tend awful. to either like there's movies that I know that focus groups help change a thing or two. And then like, if you, you, know, you think about that, that movie and it having that element to it and be like, eh. like a lot of times with uh, like uh, director's cuts and stuff. um, It's like, yeah, it's kind of cool that's in there, but we really need it. Um, like a lot of people don't like the director's cut of Donnie Darko, like like the theatrical version. Mm-hmm. I like both versions. Uh, I, I, I watch both versions randomly. Um, but uh, sometimes a director's cut just doesn't, you know, doesn't need to be. Um, and they tend to, you know, market things, you know, to people. So like, um, uh, what, what figure we can start wrapping this up, but, um, what, what do you think the lesson was learned from, from this? I think the lesson that can be learned about. Well, I'm, I'm talking about what, what do you think the studios learned from this? And then you can say what lesson you think. When have studios ever learned? Well, they, they learned something. They learned something. They learned that found footage movies were a trend that they can make a lot of money off of. You know, if you exploit anything as oh the new big scary movie because it's so realistic and have um well technically that didn't happen until like paranormal activity and all that no but i feel like that the whole thing of it all was a lot of people going oh blair witch it's so scary we should Mm -hmm. see it well it's it gave the blair witch is kind of a shorthand for you know you know when somebody talks about a movie well, you know blair witch yeah okay it's kind of it's kind of like a found footage like that or you know now it's like you know it's kind of like paranormal activity it's like found footage like that um for me i think that um studios probably learned that um there are more avenues than like throwing up a trailer and a poster to to get people excited about something i agree with that I think that definitely sometimes something short works. I think that the great thing about the poster too for the Blair Witch Project is great. Mm. I think if I'm thinking of the right one, 
probably. There have been many, but um well the 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 one of Heather's face. That's a great one. Yeah. Um and then just the the simple and uh 1994 three filmmakers disappeared in in the woods uh near Burkittsville, Maryland. Yeah, that's the while one. making a documentary. Um, it's a very ominous poster. Like yeah. they're both very ominous. It's like what is this? Mhm. What what's this movie about? Like it's not like the like floating heads posters that mm-hmm. we get because those are very boring. Yeah, and like even even the poster kind of gives you the mystery. It it gives you a, a breakdown of you know the movie. It 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 kind of uh it's it's kind of showing its hand, um, and. You know, it it shows you, but it doesn't show you. You know, it tells you, but it doesn't tell you. You know, you kind of haven't. Uh, it. What's funny is how many people get shocked at the ending, even though knowing like these these people disappeared. Mm-hmm. You know, but they're still shocked at the ending. <gasps> um, I I won't forget, uh, in the theater, watching it with your mom, and when she's you know Heather's running around with the camera, and then. She sees Mike stand in the corner. I still remember her next to me going. <gasps> I I hate talking to her or Ryan about the movie because there's like, oh, movie's so bad. It's just this <laughs> annoying woman screaming in the forest. She watched that movie multiple times and she didn't complain once. I don't get the hate towards it. Like. It's not awful. It's not amazing, but you know, I can respect what it did. Yeah. I can well, respect I, what it is. You got to remember, um, it, it, like a lot of people will be like, oh, oh, I used to watch this show. It was so awesome. Friends. Like, um, I still like friends. I don't hate friends, <laughs> well, but I feel like it's enough, hyped up. You know, who I am as a person, I shouldn't like the show Friends, but I do like the show Friends. Okay, um, I don't hate it, but I feel like the people are just like, oh yeah, friends, and you watch it, it's just like, it's I. I will tell you what my favorite episode, when we're done, I'll tell you what my favorite episode of Friends is, and you should watch it. And it's just like, I just such, I get such a kick out of like the B story of the episode. <laughs> Maybe I'm just um, jaded because it's been years since I watched Friends. Maybe. Um, but no, it, it, it's hard to go back and watch um, watch older stuff. Uh, there, there's so many like shows I'm like, oh, I remember this. This was great. And I watch it and I'm like... Yeah, I actually had that happen recently. Oh, you have? I did, like okay. recently. So... Um, I recently remembered, um, this, uh, CG movie that came mm. out like 2008, I want to say called, uh, battle for Terra. Okay. I was like, Oh yeah, I remember, I remember that, that movie. That yeah. And I don't so think I, I've ever seen it. I, I looked up the trailer for it and I was just like, this looks awful. It's mm-hmm. just the most simplistic character mm-hmm. design. It, it looks like avatar, but like worse like yeah. for the military design and like the alien design is it, it's adapted from a short film mm-hmm. and it feels like it was adapted from a short film mm-hmm. so like i looked at it i was like this felt a lot like, of padding yeah so like i watched the trailer i was like this feel, i feel this was a lot better whenever i remembered it this isn't as good as i remember it looking mm-hmm. 
Well, um, so growing up, there were a lot of now iconic shows. Mm-hmm. And I think we've, we've kind of touched on a lot of this stuff yeah. before. But um, like the Dukes of Hazard, the A-Team, and Knight Rider are not good. They have a lot yeah. of nostalgia on. I know what you mean. Yeah. Because like, I watched some Knight Rider. I was just like, this is not There's cool. so much nostalgia for him because it's like, you remember, it's like, it's Michael and it's it's Kit. And, you know, he's he's fighting crime and it's like. It's the sassy talking when, car. When you actually watch it, it's like, oh, this is basically like a police procedural. But there's a talking car. Oh, okay, okay. Duke's a hazard. All right, I'm going to get this. All right. Oh, it's just kind of like a police procedural, but uh, they jump the car to get to somewhere they're going, <laughs> you know, or they're foiling some kind of scheme by Boss Hawk. You know, Someone's it's, it's like sliding oh, across a hood. Yeah. Oh, wait, they all did that. Yeah. Damn it. Um. So, <laughs> but it's like, but that's kind of the entertainment of that time. Um. And to me, that's like we had that really bad period of tv where they had so much reality tv because again you know little reality tv people are like it all right well let's that's what people want so let's give it to them and it's like no please don't do this love- and then <laughs> then you get shows that kind of slowly creep up like breaking bad sons of anarchy um mad men and it's like it's like Oh, okay, okay. And then you get Game of Thrones comes out and it's like, oh, people want to watch TV. What what were we doing with all these reality shows? Meanwhile, you still got all these reality shows that are in production. They're still cranking them out. I love that so cheap a make. lot of reality shows are competition based. They all mm-hmm. use like that like mm-hmm. wine sound all the time. Yeah. That dum. Yeah. See what happens when dum. when Terry and Naveed turn on the microphones for the first time in a week. They always have like the weirdest looking people on there too. <laughs> like those, uh, like those, like, like face off or uh, like any competition that has like tattoos or something like that. Like the mm-hmm. oddest looking people. It's like, are you human? Yeah. Just odd as hell, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, but the, the thing is, is if, yeah. uh, if Blair Witch would have come out a little later, there would have been, and, and would have had the same success. There would have been so much bandwagon jumping on it. I'm surprised it didn't get as much bandwagon jumping as. Uh, well, I think it's because people couldn't quite figure it out. That's true. But you know, it's uh, you know, it's a great place to get some uh, bandwagon jumping. What's that? The Lobby Boys. Yes. I have been Terry. I have been the omniscient Naveed. And where can they find us? Well, we've been missing since 1995, so I don't know if they can. But they can try to uh, contact us with our socials. With you can follow us on Instagram with at lobby underscore boys underscore podcast. You can email us any strange questions you may have, or join the cult of Mothman with lobbyboyspod at gmail You can follow our Twitter at lobbyboyspod. As long as Twitter still exists, <laughs> right? Uh, you can join our Facebook group, Lobby Boys Podcast. Our cover art was by Daniel White. You can follow him on any of his socials with that Birds in Boxes. Our theme song was Way to Go, performed by Nothing But Stars Inside. You can follow him on nothingbutstarsinside.bandcamp.com or on Instagram with that Nothing But Stars Inside. Yeah. Now, folks, I need you all do me a favor tonight or 
today or this afternoon. I don't know when you're listening to this. Yeah. I don't care. Uh, oh, we will announce on uh, uh, the next episode who won. We the, will uh, announce the uh, uh, blue DVD of uh, Lost Highway from me. We will announce. But I want you all to do me a favor. Check out Pathologic. You don't have to play it. Look up a video. It's really good. Good night, folks. You know, now that we've talked about all this, guess what? I don't think the movie studios learned anything. No, they didn't learn anything. They didn't learn anything. You know what I am, though? What are you? <laughs> so startled. <laughs>